the truck. Mister, I have places to go and things to do, said Ted, checking the boxes strapped in the bed of his truck. You can come with me and I'll drop you off wherever you want to go along the way, he said. The policeman seemed okay with that, and motioned for Ted to get his truck moving. He had plenty to do now clearing the massive traffic jam, and then he'd have to complete yet another report. Ted's truck was at the front of the traffic mess, and there was nothing but wide-open, clear pavement ahead. He was back on the road quickly. He watched his passengers stare in open amazement at the world around him. If a man were to get into a car crash and wake up 66 years in the past, how would he act? Ted guessed he would probably act just the way Jack was. I've lived in Chicago my whole life, said Jack. I love the history of this city. I've seen the photographs of this era, but only in black and white. To see this place alive and vibrant and in living color is just incredible. Living color? asked Ted. Oh, laughed Jack. That'll be a marketing description in the future of the new color film technology they'll use in motion pictures. Inglorious living color. You mentioned marketing, said Ted. Not a lot of people around here know what that word really means. Really? said Jack. In the future, marketing will become the single most critical factor in the success or failure of your business. Over time, the process of creating a good product, controlling costs, and setting up a business that works will pretty much be simple. The winners and losers will be determined by who can most effectively get customers to consider their offering. What about inventing new products, new tools, new processes? asked Ted. That's the surest way to hit it really big in business now. Well, you said it's 1947 right now, asked Jack. Yes. And in about 12 years, America will begin manned spaceflight in orbit around the planet. And in exactly 22 years, we'll send a team of men to the moon, along with a vehicle to drive around on it to collect samples and come back, said Jack. You're kidding me, said Ted. Spaceflight? To the moon? It seemed outrageous, but in his own lifetime, he'd seen the airplane invented. And when Charles Lindbergh flew the Lindy from New York to England, many people thought that was impossible. Listen, you don't look like someone from the future. For one thing, why are you wearing normal clothes? Ted inspected Jack's apparel. Shouldn't you have some kind of specialized outfit from the future? Jack looked down and realized he was not wearing the khaki slacks button-down dress shirt and black penny loafers he went into the water with, but instead was wearing a wool pinstripe suit. It was still damp to the touch, but a pretty nice suit. His fingers traced the fabric and tugged on one suspender. You do have a strange haircut, Ted continued, and you don't really talk like anyone I've ever met in Chicago. He paused to think. So let's say you are from the future. How did you get here? Why are you here? What are you going to do? I'm not sure why I'm here, said Jack. I mean, I didn't plan this. I was just driving along and got in an accident. And now I'm here. I'm not even sure if you and this whole thing are just a dream. Well, I'm not dreaming, said Ted. I've got work to do and places to go. What else can I do now? Tap my heels together three times and say, there's no place like home, Toto? Tap your heels and what? asked Ted. That's from a movie called uh, The Wizard of Oz. Jack paused. 
Was the Wizard of Oz even out in 1947? I've heard of it, said Ted. First part's in black and white, and then it goes into color. I've not seen it. Well, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. Of course not, said Ted, rolling his eyes. This is Illinois. If you don't have anywhere to go, then you can ride along with me and help me deliver these boxes. Ted jerked his thumb toward the rear window, where stacks of boxes and small crates sat in the bed of the truck. Maybe your head will clear, and you'll figure out which mental hospital you escaped from or something will look familiar to you as we go. Okay, said Jack, with no real alternative coming to mind. Riding along in Ted's truck seemed a lot better than walking nowhere alone. You like coffee and donuts? asked Ted. Well, of course, ev everyone likes coffee and donuts. But I'm really careful about carbs and getting too much sugar. We're out to spend a lot of extra time in the gym, said Jack. Carbs? Watching sugar? In the gym. What are you now, a boxer? asked Ted. What do you mean, boxer? Jack replied. Well, who else spends time in the gym? said Ted. But Jack was no longer listening. He was looking around at a sight no one in his generation had ever seen. Chicago in 1947 was vivid, noisy, bustling, and everything was an amazing antique come-to-life reality show. The truck pulled up along a busy street and parked in front of Flo's Delicious Donuts. Here we are. Best donuts and coffee on earth. Get your taste buds ready. Ted set the parking brake and leapt out of the cab of the truck.